Okay. I hope you all had a good cup of coffee or a good cup of tea and a biscuit. I think I had the very last one. Or two. Okay. Our visitors get two biscuits. Oh. Conversation sometimes is more important. Um, so we're now going to hear from Marius Fenter, who is head of network planning at Centec. Centec is the South African signal distributor who's been very involved in um, uh, the trials that have taken place um, and have also supported this particular day um, as part of Radio Days Africa and has been a good partner of ours in be enabling this focus on, on the digital broadcasting world. So, um, over to you, Marius. Thanks, Frank. So, uh, I'll try and keep it short. I know the time is 120 slides. I'll try and knock it out in, in, in a few minutes. <laughs> no, so um, I'm just going to quickly, I'm going to, well, try and be quick, um, give a, a bit of an overview of the South African trial um, what we did, what we found, um, hopefully not going into too, too much detail there. Um, so maybe starting off with those who don't know us, um, Centec is the, so we're the national signal distributor for radio and television services um, for all three, three spheres of, of, of broadcasters with over 150 radio stations on air on a daily basis. Um, Infrastructure and data communication platforms. We also provide uh, services to the, the telecoms infrastructure, uh, to the telecoms sector and the mobile operators. Um, and we, we really focused on, let me not pull this out, um, focused on rolling out some uh, the platforms that will en enrich digital content um, distribution um, and access to digital content in, in, in future. Uh, we have completed the, 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 the network rollout for digital television on, on terrestrial and satellite platforms. And uh, yeah, we, I think as, as, as was mentioned, we, we see ourselves as the network partner for, for digital radio future. Um, going into DAB Plus, oh, you can't see the headings, that's unfortunate, but anyway. So these, these are just some of, the, some of the main features. I think it's maybe a bit small and some of it might have been mentioned earlier today. Um, out of all the all the good things that we that we see um, in DAB Plus, that DAB Plus can offer, um, key the, the, some of the key things to maybe maybe highlight that we that we found um, specifically as, as on the, the dynamic reconfiguration of of the DAB Max in terms of the flexibility that you have in, of introducing new services at running at a different bit rates, uh, different services in different areas. Uh, that's one of the, 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 the key benefits that, that we see. And then obviously we also see that um, digital radio, DAB Plus specifically, um, has got a, there, there is a hybrid future there um, in terms of the integration between digital radio as a broadcast platform and also some of the, the, the IP-based content. Um, you've probably seen the, the smartphone, the, the, one of the first smartphones on, with DAB Plus on board. Um, and a lot of those capabilities are then obviously enabled um, with some of the, the some of the apps on the on the smartphone. Getting into the trial, um, the challenges that we that we were facing that we that we currently facing still in the industry is, um, and I think it's for 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 most countries around the world, 
where we've, you've got severe spectrum, FM spectrum congestion, especially in the, in the more urban and the, the higher population areas, um, where you see that the, the demand for spectrum, the, the, the number of broadcasters that would want to be on FM, um, the, that demand is, is far greater than, than the supply for, for spectrum in, in, in those areas. And um, there's also a requirement from a, from a consumer perspective for, for better services and more value-added services. Um, in terms of the spectrum situation, um, we, we currently have, because we've got analog, analog television services still on air in, in all the metro areas, um, there's a, a small part of spectrum in, in, in the VHF band, the right, right at the top of the, of the, the DAB Plus uh, spectrum band, channel 13F. Um, that's really the, this, the, the, the frequency that we conducted our, our trial on. Um, so we, in, in the, the, the two trial sites that we ran, we, we, at, at one of them we, we had, um, we had a, an analog service still at the adjacent lower, lower channel. Um, proved to be some challenge, we had some challenges there, but we, 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 we got it right. Um, and then post, after, after analog switch off, um, they, the, the, the national frequency plan has already, already contains assignments for two DAB plus MUXs um, nationally. And I mean, with some, with some additional work, we can, we can easily increase that to, to four. Um, the objectives really of the trial um, was to investigate really uh, from a technical perspective um, what, what, what is the, what is the adequ adequate power um, that we need on, on DAB Plus, for instance, to replicate our FM services in the metros. For instance, I mean, in, we've got quite a, quite a number of, of um, 10 kilowatt FM, FM radio services at these two sites. We've got one 20 kilowatt uh, radio service, FM radio service. And so it's, it's large area coverage, and we wanted to find out what we really need to, to fully replicate that kind of coverage on, on digital radio. Um, so, yeah, as you can see there on, on the, the, the one of the two sites, we've got 21 FM services ranging from 1 to 20 kilowatt. On the Pretoria site, which is the other, the, the, the other trial site, we, had, uh, we have 14, 14 services ranging from 1 to 10. And the, the trial was really conducted on these two sites with uh, two 10 kilowatt transmitters. Um, and we, we then ramped it up and we, we did some testing at, at 2 kilowatt, at 5 kilowatt, and at 10 kilowatt. Um, so we wanted to test the SFN operation um, as well as the effect of cross-polarization cross uh, because the two sites that we have, um, on the one site is a horizontally polarized site, the other one is vertical, so we, there, was a, there was some interesting, interesting things that we wanted to, wanted to investigate there and we actually found some interesting things as well. Um, and then in addition to the trial or to the, to the technical or the coverage kind of tests, um, we were also looking at, at the, 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 the audio service quality, uh, building penetration, um, the, the mobile performance of, well, both of the technology as in, in the coverage area as well as the, the receivers, um, what is the, how does the receivers and cars perform. So we wanted to, to really test the entire chain um, and see, see, get a feel for, for the technology for the country. Um, so there's just some, a bit of background on, on, on the working group. So we, there was an industry working group that, that, was, that was formed. Um, we, we defined a, a rules of operation, so which basically said how the, the, the parties would co collaborate 
um, who will be responsible for, for which costs, um, and how would the, the assignment of, of services on the, on the multiplex, how would it be coordinated? Um, from a Sendek point of view, we took the strategic decision to, to invest in the technology um, because we, we, we believe that, that this is really a, um, the future of radio um, in, in, in the country. So from our side, we funded the, uh, most of the network um, implementation. We also did the, 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 the RF field measurements um, and, and, and coverage testing. And then the, the broadcasters that participated um, also with, with in terms of the receivers, the studio equipment, and uh, the contribution linking into the, into the head-end system. Moving on to, so where did, really, where did we start on this journey from a Sendic point of view is really looking at, at some, of the, some of the considerations that, that we were looking at when we were saying, when we were planning the network or planning the trial. Um, there's, I mean, they're, they're all listed there, but it talks to um, what, is the, the, what, is, what will be the user, the user experience requirements from, from the technology and on the trial. Um, where are, where are the sites located? What is the availability of spectrum? What does the policy and regulatory um, framework look like? Um, so there was, there, was, there was quite a few considerations in, in determining how we would then, then uh, do this trial. Um, another key aspect, so I know this is a bit technical, I'll run through it, um, but we basically, um, considering that there's always the trade-off between throughput on a, on a digital system and the, the, the robustness of the signal, we, we, we went for, the, for the, the compromise between the two, which is also the, 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 the configuration that's deployed in, in most um, international markets. Um, and we did go for, for single frequency network to really test what, what we can do and what we can find, considering that we've had some, some experience on, on DTT as well with, with um, SFN operation. We wanted to see what's the... What's the What's the possible benefits of, of that on digital radio? Um, this is really is the, the, the block diagram really just shows the sort of the, 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 the layout of, of the trial where we had the um, we had the, the DAB plus head end at the, at, at the Brixton Tower with, with the transmitter, all the contribution feeds coming in. Um, then we had a link from the head end to the second site, and these sites were then operating in, in single frequency network. Um, the trial covered, covered about um, 11 million people, so it's about 20% of the population. Although it was, a, it was a closed trial, so it was not a public trial, uh, there was very limited um, participation from the public itself. It was really just um, participants in the, in the industry that, 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 that took part, and then obviously, let's call it related individuals. Um, but yeah, so we... On the, on the on the multiplex, we I mean we we could have we, we could put up to 24 stereo channels. Um, there was representation from all three tiers of broadcasting um, that were part of the, the two industry bodies that that, that participated, Sediva and the NAB. And um, then we also looked at, at testing on this. We looked at testing all the all the other data capabilities of of the technology. Um, this is just a. A picture of the, one of the transmitters. Here's all the, the technical configuration information if someone's interested. Um, I think the, um, 
yeah, the, 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 the most important part there was that we, the, the, the services that we had on the trial ranged from, from, from as low as 40 kilobits up to, up to um, 96 kilobits um, in terms of the different service, the different bitrate allocations to the different services that we tested. Um, just moving on to the, the, the combiners and the antenna side, um, for instance, this, actually this, this combiner, it's um, one of the first in the world for, for, this, gun, for, for, for this high power, um, where, it's, where we're combining a 10 kilowatt digital radio service together with four other, uh, four other analog, analog services on the, on the same antenna system. So it was quite a, quite a unique design. We had some, some growing pains, um, but uh, the, the, the OEM really, really came to the party in, in helping us to resolve those issues. So yeah, there's, there's some significance to, the, to this picture. Um, from an antenna side, the, both of the sites were, were omnidirectional in, in terms of their, their radiation. And important, yes, the, the one was, was horizontally polarized, the other one vertical. Um, so that, that, that was quite interesting as well. Um, this is really basically the, the coverage of all the, the different levels that we, that we tested. Um, this is, for instance, at the, at the Johannesburg uh, trans transmitter site. The three colors that you see is the, the different coverage that we were, that we were looking at from a, a, at a 2 kilowatt, a 5 kilowatt, and a 10 kilowatt transmitter power. Um, and the same on the, on the Pretoria side. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 it really, this, this trial covered majority of, of, the, Gauteng, of the Gauteng province. Um, Moving on to just on the, on, on the measurement methodology, um, this really we, we had 12 different measurement routes um, all around the province to do different kinds of testing um, and, and understand really the performance of this technology in all directions in, in different um, terrain areas. Um, so it was all, all mobile measurements uh, done with a, with, a, with, with, a, with a measurement vehicle. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a picture of it. it was, yeah, it was quite, a, quite an adventure. Um, and we, so we, we did these measurements both with professional and domestic kind of, uh, kind of uh, receivers. Um, and then we also had a, we had a big focus also on, on, on building penetration of, of the technology because one of, the, one of the big things that, especially the commercial broadcasters um, or the broadcasters that have raised in, in the Gauteng area is always the fact that um, there's a lot of shopping malls and as you go into the parking area, all of a sudden you lose your, your radio services or no, you're in, in an elevator, you, you don't have radio service. So there's, there's a few possible use cases that we, that we wanted to, to understand what, what, what will be the impact or how, how, how good will, will DAB Plus or digital radio really be. So we, we had a big focus on, on those kinds of measurements as well. Um, this is really sort of the, the measurement system. Some of the, um, I mean, we had an aftermarket, uh, aftermarket DAB plus radio. We actually had a, a kitchen radio that, was, that we were driving around with in the car. We had the, the in-car adapter, a small kind of mobile kind of receivers. And then on that side, there was the, the professional receiving equipment. Um, so yeah, these are all the, all the, all the different receivers that we, that we were using in, in our, um, in our mobile measurements. Getting to some of the findings, so there's a lot of information here. I'll, I'll try and run through it quickly and it might be 
uh, bit technical, but so we, I think the, the, the first thing that we, that we saw was the, the, the benefit of high power transmission as opposed to um, lower power transmissions. Um, when we went from a 2 kilowatt to a 5 kilowatt, that step up, we, we did see a significant um, improvement in the service quality in, 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 in the coverage area. Um, when we stepped, and then also we saw an improvement in, in the coverage density. Um, and then when we went from, from, from 5 to 10 kilowatt, the, the major improvement there was, was, um, was the, the penetration into buildings. And we actually found that um, up to, up to the, 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 the edge of coverage, we actually still, we, 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 we still realized the, um, that improvement. Um, overall, we, we had a very good correlation between, between what, what we predicted and, and what we then measured in the field. Um, most, of the, most of the domestic receivers actually performed very well. Um, some of them actually outperformed the professional receiver. Um, the, so the, and the overall performance of, of end-user devices, we both um, what, what, came, what came fitted in some of the cars as well as um, the, 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 the other receivers that, that we tested, um, the performance was actually across the board very good. Um, and yeah, we, we, we also saw, saw and could measure the benefits of a, of a single frequency network, especially in areas where, um, where we don't actually have a line of sight kind of coverage. I mean, there was at, at one point um, we were doing measurements um, in the coverage area of the Pretoria site and we were expecting that, I mean, it, we... It was, as, as far as we knew, both transmitters were on and we weren't really surprised by the performance. And then we actually got a call and um, we realized that the, the, the Pretoria transmitter, which, in which coverage area we, was, we were, um, that transmitter was actually off and we were still receiving a clear signal. And when we actually analyzed it afterwards, that, that part of the, of the route was totally obscured from the, from the Johannesburg side. So what we were listening to was basically a let's call it an amalgamation of reflected signals, and it, it, it was fine. We didn't have any breakup, and that's actually, that was one of the, one of the wow moments to say, well, this technology is actually quite robust. Um, so, yeah, based on, then based on our findings, we, we're really saying that, that high-power transmitters is probably the way to go, um, and then in, service, in certain areas uh, supplemented by, by, by low-power um, gap fillers. We did see a significant um, difference in the performance of the technology in the, in the, different, in the two polar polarizations, um, where vertical performed significantly better. And we actually, another thing that we found on the trials was the, when, when comparing what we, what we were measuring against the, the standards documents, the, the, the Etsy standard document, we actually found better performance in terms of decodable signal as well um, in terms of the, the minimum level to, to have a decodable signal as well as the number of errors that we can deal with and still have a decodable signal. So that was actually a good realization that, um, that the, the, the technology was actually performing better than, than what, what, what the standards were saying. On the, on the second phase of the, of the trial, um, we, we were the, the focus shifted a bit from the, the, the coverage and the, the technology itself and more in terms of 
uh, what are the, what are, what's the versatility and the quality issues in terms of audio, data services, and, and uh, maybe a, and, and a, and a bit more focus on the, on the receivers um, as well. So we, we were, uh, I think as, as I mentioned before, we were testing bit rates ranging from very low, um, so it's actually 32, um, and up to 120, 128 kilobits. Um, so we were testing a, across a range of, of various broadcasting genres um, and a range of bit rates to really understand what kind of content fits what kind of bit rate better. Um, uh, we tested parametric stereo, um, then also some of the data services, and we really found that the sweet spot um, was around 64 kilobit for most services. Um, and then the, but the, there was one service that we that we actually ran at a higher bit rate at 80 kilobits, and, and that was the that was the the, the, the classic classic FM, so the classic content uh, channel, um, where we just felt that that the, the the additional bit rate was 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 needed for for, for pure and crisp quality. Um, but yeah, then we we also on the on the other end of the scale we we saw very good performance from the the pop or the talk kind of kind of formats at at 32 and 40 kilobits per second. Um, then in uh, just touching on some of the some of the the the, the, the learnings from the um, from the contribution side, um, we did see a significant benefit um, in in having a. a a digital path from the studio source so that, that it's a, a digital, uh, digital signal coming out of studio and you've got a full digital path into the, into the, into the head-end system. Um, then, uh, yeah, there's, a, there's some, some findings on, on the digital co codex as well. Um, the one thing that we did find is that we, that, that it's, 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 it's actually um, not recommended to to feed the the services with a with a commercial kind of receiver. I mean, there's the, some of the some of the stations that was using a a DSTV or a satellite television um, decoder to to basically get a, a commercial the, the signal off satellite of the satellite platform and feeding it into transmitter to the chain. Um, yes, it works if in an, in an emergency, but the the quality is really not um, what you would expect. Um, so it's, it's not really not recommended to, to, to do that. Um, in terms of some of the other, other testing that we, that we did, um, so that was on, on some of the, the additional uh, features of, of the technology on, on the dynamic labeling, um, on slideshows. Um, we also tested uh, some, some, uh, some uh, scheduling software um, called rapid in terms of the the, the scheduling of slideshows and um, that really that really gives some flexibility on the broadcaster side to to really um, make their content unique in, in terms of the, the the additional content that that's offered um, this is really just a I know it's a bit bad quality so this is sort of the um, the view of the one of the analyzers in terms of all the different services the, the, the quality of the audio coming in. The, the, these are, for instance, some of the some of the slideshows that that each of the broadcasters were running on their specific uh, channels um, while we were testing this. Um, yeah, this brings us really. I, I know it, I ran through it quite quickly, um, but what was really the, some of the the, the, the the key takeaways from 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 this process so far? I think the the, the one thing was. 
um, when we did the digital radio showcase on the 3rd of May, um, it was, a, it was a, 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 a good event where we were sort of celebrating radio and also showing the, the, the future of radio as being digital. Um, we had one of the stations doing a, a pop-up um, on the day and that really just, just, just emphasized the, how easy it is to have a, a short-term broadcast, reconfigure the mics, put the service on, um, and, and yeah, it was, it was really actually a, good, a very good experience. The, the, the next thing that, we, that, that's, that was, we found was very important and hopefully that's, that will continue um, as we're looking to go to commercial was the, the industry collaboration. I think it was, it was absolutely essential to the success of these trials. Um, no, I don't think any one entity would have, would have been able to, to realize what, 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 we, what we could. Um, but yeah, that was, that was very important and it was good to see the industry working together. Um, as a third point, it's just the, the emphasizing the importance of, of the broadcasters to explore and invest um, some, of the, some of the possibilities that the, that the technology brings and also do some investment on the, on the studio side just to, to, to ensure that we, that we embrace what um, the, the, the additional features and, and quality that the, that the platform brings. Um, yeah, and the other thing is um, that the, the spectrum that we, that we used for the trial that's actually currently available nationally, um, and that, that's really where, we, where we're looking to actually um, try and commercialize this platform, and that's possible even before we, we actually switch off the, the, the analog television services. Um, and that's really what we, the, 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 next, the next thing that, we, that we're looking forward to, is to, to see how, we, how quickly can we actually commercialize this platform and, and start realizing be the, the benefits that, that Jorn spoke about um, and, and, and see some additional services being offered. Um, yeah, that was a mouthful, and uh, that's it for me. Thanks very much. Okay. Um, I was interested earlier on in, in the cost side of things. I don't know whether from a Centec point of view you've done any kind of modeling or any kind of estimate of what the cost to the broadcaster might be of, um, you know, once this platform is up and running. Yeah, so we, we've we've played around with some numbers and also taking from from what the what what in, um, all other 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 countries have, have found, we found a, a similar kind of indication where you're probably looking at a at um, that a, a a per service cost um, probably a, a tenth or an eighth of the the cost from from a signal uh, the signal distribution cost to the broadcaster would probably be. Uh, an eighth or a tenth of of the current per service cost. So yes, if you look at the entire multiplex, um, the technology is is more expensive than comparing to FM. But you are running 18, 20 services on on, on that same infrastructure. Um, so there's yeah, the, the 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 indication is is probably around an eighth or a, between an eighth and a tenth of of the per of the cost per service. Um, to the broadcast. <clears throat> Thanks. Um, and earlier, I think it was Lynn who mentioned a low-power trial that's um, going to happen in Cape Town. Can you say something about that? Uh, so currently, we, we, there, there is, there is that, that possibility. We're not 100% um, directly involved in, in that currently, um, but that, that's one of, the, one, of the, one of the possibilities that, we, that, 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 that such a trial will, will happen. Um, I mean, we, we've also, from a, from a sending point of view, we've also 
um, looked at, for instance, what the what the UK did on on the small scale DAV, and giving a lot of a lot more of the of the not the power but of the the capability to the broadcaster side and running using some some open open source software. Um, so exploring some of that, saying, well, how can we how can we make this technology accessible to to the community broadcasters who are generally not not that well funded. Um, they don't have that big of a, of the the big part of the of the advertising pie. So um, we we are looking at, at some of those things as well. Thank you. Other questions, points? Uh, yes, Hendrik. Sorry, a uh, quick one. How does the signal get from the studio to Centec? Is it uh, also um, through the DAB Plus or does it go through online? How does it get there? No, so there is, um, on the trial we actually had, had, had various mechanisms. Um, some of it used the, the, the same kind of technology on FM, uh, a studio tra to transmitter link, some microwave links, some went through DigiNet lines or a, a fiber connection. So it's, it's basically currently we, or, or most, of the, most of the services were contributed in, in different ways. And that's actually where we found that um, if, if we can keep that path digital, there's a lot better feed coming into the head end. But yeah, on the trial, we, we, we had different kinds of contribution linking solutions. Um, but yeah, uh, I think, I, don't, I'm not, I can't remember, but I think some one or two of the services was, was internet contribution as well. Hi, my question is um, along the same lines of uh, your IP feeds to your sites. Sure. Now, many of your sites don't have reliable last mile connections over there. Yeah. What is the plan then going forward in order to uh, maintain the service or improve it, if there is one? Yeah, sure. So I think from a, from a Cindic point of view, and that's not, that's not just for, for, for digital radio, but I mean for, for our infrastructure in, in, in general, we, we definitely, we've got a, actually a big project running on that to say, well, how can we how can we get better, better quality, better reliability of, of, of feeds, specifically IP feeds, into our sites? You're right, they, most of them are, are quite remote, and the, the, the infrastructure options are, in terms of linking infrastructures, are, there, there's not many, um, but we, we're actively looking at addressing that to, to, to enable uh, IP contribution. Um, um, thanks, Marius, uh, for the presentation. Sure. Am I correct to say that uh, in terms of your strategy as Centec, uh, you are prepared to roll out the infrastructure and, uh, yeah, and then the broadcasters rent the space from you? Well, yes, that, that's, that's really the, um, from, from, a, from a, as a, as a, as a network provider, um, we, we would be looking at, at rolling out the network and it would be the same kind of model as, as with, with the other networks that we're doing where, for instance, we would, we would make the capital investment um, and it would, for the broadcast it would be an OPEX model of, of saying, yeah. Okay, I think we're done. Thank you very much. Cool, thank you.